welcome to yet another edition of our weekly sports talk of on the Mark Sports Talk with your host Mark with a C. Hi, everybody. Hi, Mark. How's everybody out there in TV land? Oh, it's not TV. Everyone is doing fine and uh, and dandy as we move it along here. Uh, first, I have a very important announcement to make, and it's personal. <gasps> mm-hmm. Tell everybody that I became a grandpa this morning for the second And my daughter-in-law, Sherry, had a seven pounds, 13 ounce big girl, 20 Ooh. and 20 inches, 20 inches and a quarter. Wow. A quarter wow. inches. Mm-hmm. Little girl, her name is Shay Raffaella. S H A Y, not S H E A. S H A Y. Shay Raffaella Gold. So now I have Beautiful. a sailor and a Shay. You have a picture, Mark? I, I do, but I'm not going to show it now. Okay. Maybe maybe <laughs> on Facebook eventually. Mazel tov, Mark. But I wanted to keep the secret until the show. Nice. Early in the day, they told me not to say anything until they you know the, the baby was born like 6 a.m. this morning. Like <laughs> Ron, when I called you today, you would have found out prior to, but you uh, didn't pick up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're very happy, and, uh, and and Sailor has no idea what's going on. <laughs> She's playing with the dolls. Anyway, back to sports. This is show number 84. Anahara. I hope everyone had a, uh, a fabulous week. I'm going to do something here, guys. Just give me a minute. Someone is knocking on my door, and I can't get my cursor to work. Give me a sec. Oh, my cursor is not working. There it is. One. Cool. Okay. So I hope everyone had a nice week uh, watching Hanukkah. I... Quickly come and go. Roger. Okay. <clears throat> Comes in. You light those candles for eight days and whoof, it's gone. And now we get to watch Christmas season in all its glory. Uh, but I have a question for you before we get to the sports part of the show. Hanukkah's come and gone. I have a question about Hanukkah and you and your and your house. First of all, if you had a menorah, uh, electric or a candle menorah, and you used it during Hanukkah, did you put it away? Is it gone until next year? Or is it still hanging out? No. The electric is still hanging out. It's hanging out of my the electric, I out. Hang, I'm not sure. Hanging out with the Christmas decorations. Because uh, you got a split split there. Okay. Yeah. But, but still, um, Hanukkah was four days ago. And uh, I wonder what, just wondering, she said some of you put it away and some of you kept it out. I kept mine out because I'm going to have some people over the weekend and I want to show my Hanukkah stuff there and give some praise. We left, we left the one on Bell Boulevard out and lit. And I guess it stays out and lit until uh, after New Year's. But I'm not in charge of that. So but that's what I want to talk about. What do you feel? And maybe I'm dick dr- driving too far here, and I don't want to waste too much time on this because there's so much sports. But how do you feel about people who, who have a lit menorah, electric, obviously, and keep it out like today, tomorrow, 
All, yeah. all through Christmas. It means nothing, right? It's a shanda. <laughs> it's sort of trying to like say, hey, don't forget about us. So, you know, there's, there's no parallel to Christmas and Hanukkah, yeah, yeah. obviously. You know, Hanukkah's not being a religious holiday. It's just being a fun thing. And right. but still, it always bothered me. Bothered me. And you could, you could do what you want. But it bothered me. I'm telling you a personal uh, feeling that if people continue to have their menorahs lit every day after, after Hanukkah. Well, eight days is, it has a purpose. It's what day one, day two, up to day eight, well, holiday the, over. A lot of people, if you go on Union Turnpike, the signs on up on the on the light post, you know, put out by Chabad that still say Happy Hanukkah. Those those well, are still they leave up. those there for a while, and I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. the menorah on uh, Union and Heartland is still there too. Oh, you two twenty on two twentieth, yeah, two twentieth and Heartland, yeah. across the street from the Lutheran Church. Yeah. Right. Just, I don't know. They, they, maybe they, they, they don't know or they're ignorant. My opinion is ignorant because they, they, they want to be equal. But again, they're not maybe. two equal holidays. So I don't the know. Who is surveyed? Mark, to find out. One at a time. What? Who is surveyed to find out? Ask people. I don't know. No, <laughs> yeah, the one, in, the one in the local park near downtown in South Orange was up. But wasn't lit even during um, really? one of the days of Hanukkah, and I think it was still up when I passed by the other day. They don't know. They think they're but, doing good, but in my opinion. Well, I think I, I think oh, the uh, I think Chabad has made it much bigger than it ever used to be. Yeah. Okay. They've uh, they've really pushed the envelope. <laughs> I think the, the, I, making making it more public. Know. Yes. Something to think about. All right, just another reminder with two weeks away, December 23rd, remember our special guest, Dennis Witkowski, is scheduled to come on our show, former Washington general who played against the famed Harlem Globetrotters. How appropriate uh, uh, that name is, playing thousands of games all over the globe. No wins, no wins. No wins, right. (laughs) ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
Chris Webber, the basketball player, for one season with the Pistons, wore 84. I'm not sure about that, but you could uh, double check on that. Okay, I'm sure there were a few more. Uh, Carol, remember Carol Dale, a receiver, I think, the Rams. Packers, too. Packers, too. Uh, yeah. He said, Will, uh, Bob Trumpy. Remember Bob Trumpy? Yeah. Big tight end for the Bengals, became yeah. a uh, uh, broadcaster. Yeah, good. Good on that. And Roddy White, I had to. I don't get right away. Okay, so on Beep Beeps, unusual names oh. this week. You know, it's difficult to find these. And I don't know if you, you got some there. Uh, let me give me my list and then you can go uh, the ones you have there. I have Tucker Nathans. I thought Oof. that's a strange name. Tucker Nathans is an infielder who plays for the New York team baseball in the Frontier League. Whoever did, no. <laughs> I thought Tucker Nathans. Who's your thing, Nathan Tucker? I don't know. Then I saw a Tuzar Skipper. T-U-Z-A-R. Skipper. He's an outside linebacker for the Tennessee Titans. How about that? All right, you have some there, Howie? Yeah, uh, I was watching the Bills game and their tight end is named Dawson Knox. It's like yeah. two surnames. Mm-hmm. Dawson, Lenny Dawson, Knox, Chuck mm-hmm. Knox. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if, if his family, if they named him after Lenny Dawson, on the lake Dawson. I don't know. The background. Okay. Interesting. Anybody else have any you got, Michael? Yeah, I have the defensive back on the current New York Jets. I don't know who, if he was mentioned before, but his name is for Lorenzo Afayenka Fatuskaki, and his nickname is Foley. Anybody hear of him? So he makes a tackle. What do they say? Tackle yeah. by. Him back. Give me his number. Him. He tackled him. His number. Fatuskaki. <laughs> number uh, 41. Tackled by number 40, whatever number it is. Interesting. All right. This day in sports. I wish I had some music to back me up. This day in sports. But before we get to this day in sports, yesterday there was a very interesting. Of course, yesterday was John Lennon, anniversary with John Lennon, uh, Uh, being shot 41 41 years ago. Killed 41 years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. And also yesterday was the birthday of uh, Jim Morrison from the Doors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sports, but I thought if you're a big Doors fan. I was. Yeah. I was. It would have been 78. Mm-hmm. And as far as sports go, yesterday was the anniversary, and I know you all remember this game, from 1940 uh, NFL championship game, the Chicago Bears beat the Washington Redskins 73, 73 to nothing. nothing yeah. that, was, that was the uh, uh, anniversary of that game, 1940. And for those who care, in 2012, Johnny Manziel becomes the first freshman to win the Heisman Trophy for Texas A&M. But today, besides Shay Raffaella being born on this day, uh, in 1926, the United States Golf Association legalized steel shaft golf clubs. So I guess before then, everything was wood. Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It wasn't around. I don't know. Uh, in 1931, uh, baseball cuts the, their team, cuts the squads to 23 players from 25 
uh, and the and the National League continues to prohibit uniforms having numbers. I guess a big thing happened in 1931. Uh, in 34, some of you might remember this because they do at the, they show it sometimes and talk about it. The Giants beat the Bears in the championship game. 30 to 13, the famous sneakers Speaking, game. Yeah. Sneaker oh, game. Yeah. Nine yeah, degrees in, in the polo grounds. Right. right. The Giants sneakers, come out sneakers. in the second half wearing basketball sneakers <laughs> and scored 27 points in the fourth mm-hmm. and win the game. Uh, in 35, the first Heisman Trophy was awarded to him. I know his name? Mm-hmm. Jay Berwanger. Berwanger. In 49, yeah, we're getting up to the years that some of us were around. The NFL merges, uh, let's see, the Cleveland Browns, the San Francisco 49ers, the Baltimore Colts uh, leave the AAFC, the All-American Football Conference at that time, and they were called the National American Football League, and then a month later, that became the NFL. All right. So the starting NFL occurred around, around that time. Uh, let's see. Here's a good hockey note in 53. The Canadians and the Maple Leafs had a combined 204 minutes of penalty minutes in a game. I don't know what the record is uh, these days. Any of you guys know of him? No. No. Okay. 65, Frank Robinson is traded from the Reds to the Baltimore Orioles. In 78, the first women's pro basketball league, the WBL, begins play as the Chicago Hustle uh, played the Milwaukee Doze. Okay. In 84, Eric Dickinson rushed for 215 yards and finished the year at 2105 yards for the season. I think that's the record. Is that the all time record? I think so. Anyone know? I think okay. the season record is is been I, held. He hold the all time record for season record twenty one oh five from nineteen eighty four. A lot of people did it in in in, in at two thousand plus. Okay, in eighty five, forty nine is Jerry Rice begins his streak of two hundred and seventy four games consecutive catching a pass. That's a good record, huh? In 88, the Yankees signed a 12-year contract with Madison Square Garden, 88, for $500 million. In 2013, the Bears retired Mike Ditka's number. What's Mike Ditka's number? 89. 89. Ding, 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 ding. Good one. There you go. You got it. Very good. All right. Let's go on to baseball. Well, the lockout is now in week number two. (laughs) I hear no movement. What's going on? Anybody hear any news or anything? No. Mm-mm. A lot of head shakes no, they, there. Right. I, last night on a sports radio, they were interviewing I, I a journalist, and they were talking about it. And he doesn't expect anything until later in January, you know, just in time for spring training. Sounds like, sounds like the U.S. Congress, you know, last minute mm. type yeah. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they're far, they're apart. They're far not apart. Close. And they don't like each other. The Players Association, for some reason, and the and the owners, they don't like each other. You saw you saw last year when they were trying to get 
how many games to play in the season. Remember last year they were figuring this yeah, like two years ago, right? Two years ago, how many games to play in a season? Right. How long did that take? Months. No. And that's just one. That's one issue. Anyway, on happier notes, was so happy that the Golden Days Era Committee elected, and uh, first of all, Rod Carew, Ferguson Jenkins, Mike Schmidt, Ozzy Smith, Bud Selig, John Schuholtz, uh, Schuholtz, like Schuholtz, and Joe Torrey are some of the people on that committee. And we're so happy that Gil Hodges, and I don't know how you people feel about that. I'm so happy. The 25th time he's on a ballot. Imagine that 20, and of course, he doesn't know about this unless he's looking down. But yeah, I want to know I want to know if Danny or anybody ever bowled in Gil Hodges' lanes. He owned a big bowling alley. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Ralph yeah. Avenue, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I did when I lived in Brooklyn. Yeah, what street was it on? Where was Ralph, it? Ralph, Ralph Avenue. Avenue. Ralph Avenue. I forget Ralph and where. I forget the I, I wouldn't go to Ralph Avenue now. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the same as it was back then. <laughs> Danny, we could go. Not there anymore. Danny, maybe we'll bowl there. Why don't we have a bowling party I'm there? Bowl there. Uh, a bowling party. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the 1960s, Milton. That's what You're I'm right. saying. You're right. Right. Okay, so he got in. We'll talk about him in a second. Minnie Minoso, Jim Cott, Tony Oliva, Buck right. O'Neill, and Bud <laughs> Fowler. And I had to look up <laughs> some information uh, about some of these players right. here. <clears throat> uh, Gil, of course, played 18 seasons in big league ball. Eight-time All-Star, three gold gloves, Two World Series as a player, you know, winning as a player. One as the Met manager, of course, in 69. 370 home runs with 1,274 uh, RBIs. And he had that heart attack and he died in 72. Yeah. I, I forgot that. It was a couple of years. Like he still was managing a couple of years after the Mets won the yeah. World Series. Yeah, right. two years. Like yeah. right somehow I thought it was the next year. But no, he did a couple nope, more nope. years. That's correct. Yeah. 72, I think. Very yeah, yeah, April yeah. 72 in spring training. Yeah. I don't think he started the year. He was, right before I don't the know if anyone started. remembers, he was coming off, he had just played 18 holes and he was coming yeah. off the golf course with uh, the coaches, including, I think, Error. Uh, and he just dropped dead. Dropped dead. Massive yeah. heart attack. Yeah. yeah. 47 years old. Yeah. Right. So uh, in an interview with Gil Jr., his son, he said he's so happy for his mom, Gil's wife. Mm -hmm. She's 95 Rose. years old. And this committee doesn't vote again for five years. Right. So would she be around at 100? So at least mm -hmm. she's able to see and, yeah. and uh, be a part of this. I think that's so great. And, and I have a little still... story about Gil Hodges Jr. I don't know if I told you. I might have told some of you. That in, when I was in college at Delphi, I played baseball and I played against uh, Gil Hodges Jr., who was playing for Post, TW Post. Oh. So that was the big thing. We traveled to Post, and the big news is we're going to be playing against Gil Hodges Jr. Now, it, we played, I think this was 1969 or 1970. I don't think the Mets won the, so 16, it was 69. Spring of 69. So the Mets okay. hadn't won the World Series yet. But we do, we knew that you know, Gil was the manager. And we're playing against his son. His son was a catcher. 
His son was a big, big, big fat guy. <laughs> but I guess he could hit the ball, and he has a name, Gil Hodges Jr. He, he squatted behind home plate. He, actually, he didn't squat. He spent the whole game on one knee <laughs> in the field. And we were laughing about this, but that was that was my memory of Gil Hodges uh, Jr. growing up. Can I give you one, Mark, real, real quick. Yeah. In 1972, I was engaged to my wife, Eileen, and we went out to eat on Northern Boulevard and uh, where the heck was it? Uh, like on 218th Street, I think it was called the Amber Lantern, having mm -hmm. lunch. And who walked in but half the Met team? And they were all wearing shirts and ties. And I thought it was pretty cool to see the Mets. And it was... Uh, following Gil Hodges' funeral. That was all oh, Gil Hodges. Wow. Uh, let me ask you, did Gil, <laughs> Hodges, did Gil Hodges drive in both runs when they beat the Yankees in 55? The score was 2 nothing. I think. Did yeah, he, well, I think he, he drove in all the they, runs. They, they, yeah, yeah. They, mentioned, they mentioned that in the paper the other day. He did. He, did. he never oh, he hit. Did. He yeah. never hit in the World Series before that at all. And, mm -hmm. and, and his wife is still living in the same house they lived mm -hmm. in when he played for Brooklyn. Yeah. They raised, right? Avenue. I'm right. not sure what neighborhood. I, right. Bedford Avenue. I heard the same Lip. house. Yeah. Joan Hodges. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, we're so happy for him and his family. At least I am, you know, as a, uh, a New Yorker or whatever. And uh, if you're a yeah. Dodger or a L.A. Dodger fan, nice fan, he just seemed like a nice guy. He was tough. They I say he was a tough guy, a yeah. stern guy, had respect. He said he treated Tom Seaver the same way he would treat I know, like, like the 25th guy in the team. Yeah. No, no, yeah. That's how he was. In other words, no one, nobody was special to him. You're out there to play ball. And, uh, yeah, Gerald. Gil Hodges was a Marine, as was Tom Seaver. Tom mm -hmm. Seaver and he had a, a, a connection in that regard. And Tom Seaver said that Gil Hodges taught him, as a pitcher, you have to keep your team in the game. Don't ever forget that. And he lived by that. Yes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Minoso, of course, Latin American star. Mm. Everyone knows Minnie Minoso. Right. What the heck's his real first name? Orestes. Orestes. O-R-E-S-T-E-S. I wonder what that means. Can you imagine naming the baby Orestes? Baby's born. We're going to call the baby Orestes. Maybe arrested. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think it's a Greek name, Mark. Right, right now, I don't want to make, make oh, Joe, uh, Joe has a comment. Hi, right, Joe. Hey, Mark. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys remember, but in the 52 World Series, Hodges went 0 for 21 or uh -oh, something. Yeah, that's right. yeah. People were praying all over Catholic priest on a Sunday sermon. Pray for Gil Hodges. Yep. For Gil yes. Hodges. Yes. That's how that's how that's how beloved he was. So how yes. many of those Dodgers made the Hall of Fame? Gil, Campy, Peewee, Jackie, 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 yes, yes, Kofax, Austin and Lasorda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drysdale. Drysdale. Don't forget Drysdale. Drysdale. Yes. Don't yeah. forget yeah. Little D, Don Sutton. Right. Uh, but he didn't play them. Yeah, later. Blake. Just later, later. Later. All right, Jim Cott gets in. Right? Again, yeah. we've been talking about Cott for years. Yeah. We all yeah. said that he probably would not get in for his longevity. But 25 years. <laughs> 25. Imagine 25-year career, mostly with the Twins. Right. Uh, but a great announcer, too. You know, great commentator. Yeah. 
<laughs> that, that, that gave him some points. Tony Oliva, again, a question mark, but he got in three batting titles. Terrific hitter. Uh, yeah, only because of injuries. Right. That's it. Yeah. Was a little the greatest shorter. hitters right. of the generation. Hey, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Without a doubt. Uh, yeah. This uh, Buck O'Neill, um, Negro yeah. star, player, and manager, he created the Negro League Museum. He was a first baseman. Didn't know that. Uh, you ever see him in the uh, Ken Burns uh, series? Yeah, a lot. Oh, yeah. I know. Right yeah. I know. Yeah. He was fabulous. a great, great scout. He signed Ernie Banks and Joe Carter. And he was, he was, read this, he was the first black coach in baseball. Great ambassador for the game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this uh, Fowler. Mark Fowler. Mark Fowler. Anyone hear of him prior to uh, yeah, him, him getting in? Yes, I heard Pitching of him. Pitching coach of the Yankees. No, that's Bud F- That's um, that's uh, Art Fowler. Fowler. Art Fowler. Fowler. Sorry, sorry. This is he, this guy played <laughs> the Martin's late eighteen hundreds. Right. And supposedly the first. He supposedly they, they have quoted here the first black professional player. Right. That may be hard to prove, but okay, they, they wrote that down. But congratulations to those guys getting in. It's a nice group. Nice group. All worthy. Yeah, and we'll find oh, out. Maybe. I think we'll find out next next month about who gets in from the um, the players, the current players. Anyone know the date for that? The twenty fifth, I think, or something like that. Yeah, of, of January. The January twenty. January twenty fifth. Okay. Okay. Uh, go ahead, um, uh, Gerald. I have a question. I don't know if we reviewed this, but uh, I don't know if there's an attorney out there. The difference between a lockout and a strike. Uh, some of my friends told me that if there is a lockout, as they have right now, the players will get paid. Anybody know about the this thing? Can anyone distinguish between lockout and strike and whether they get paid or not? Well, the play, the owners are locking out the players. Yes. Yes. Strike, the players go out. Right. They, they right. go out. But, but do the, do the players team. get paid? During a lockout, I would think they do. Do I think I so? Google that. Well, I, think that I think they do get. The I think they do get paid. I think they do get paid. But in the strike, uh, if teachers play strike, they get paid, right? yeah, most of the big contracts get paid at the beginning of the year during the off season. Yeah, I think the ball players get paid in these lockouts. No, that, that, that was the thing. That was the thing in the '94 strike that some of the big ball players. Just didn't care because they got their salaries on in January yeah. for the whole year. Right. So, sure. so uh, I get Mark Gerald had a question. Go ahead, Gerald. So, if the players get paid during the lockout, it seems to me that the owners will have a great incentive to to settle pretty quickly, so they have mm-hmm. some revenues coming in. Right. Right. Uh, they're yeah. yeah. They're not. They're not they pay them. Getting paid for doing nothing. Ah, we'll see what happens week by week. Nothing happened this week. We'll talk about it next week. All right, so the Yankees thought they were getting uh, Tanaka back. Did you read that story? No. no. Uh, they were trying to get him back, but he says he's staying in Japan. He's, he's, he's not, coming, not coming over. Okay, so forget about Tanaka. So the Yankees, they were, they were hoping to, to lure him back. He uh, couldn't Yankees, be that good anymore. What's that? He couldn't have been that good anymore. He had a nice season in Japan, but if you want to compare the two leagues, I, I don't know. 
Uh, the Yankees hired this Dylan Lawson as a hitting coach. I never heard of him. No. They hired a hitting coach. Dylan Lawson. Uh, he was a college coach at Southeast Missouri State, and he also coached at the University of Missouri. He was also an Astros minor league coach, and he did coach Carlos Correa in the minors. Maybe they hired him <laughs> to mm. get, talk to his old buddy, Carlos, to bring Carlos over. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> Interesting. I don't think the Yankees will pay that kind of money. Yeah, it's, it's too much. I don't know. <laughs> all right, let's go to the Mets. So yeah. all the talk the last couple of days, Buck Showalter, Buck Showalter, Buck Showalter. Now, now I, I, I hope, you know, even my, my mailman said to me, who do you think is going to be the Met manager? I say, Buck, I want Buck. Uh, last week at this time, they were pushing Curtis Grandison. Did you hear that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, Listen, if they not, like the dude, let him come anymore. as let him come as a as a bench coach. <laughs> I don't think he's ever coached. He's never he's never right. managed. How so. can he be the man? You know, they met Scott into this position. The last two managers they had had no managerial yeah. uh, experience. Fred, does anybody know who heard any rumors who the mystery man they were interviewing today was? Oh, Could it be Beltran? I've no, no, heard Carlos Beltran. I don't know. Was it no, really? no, it's not him. I, I don't know about today, but having him as a possibility again, which might uh, work. And Carlos never managed. Right. right. He, he's classified as one of their all-time managers, you know, and all the managers they've had, but he, he never, of course, got the chance. Uh, Max Scherz has put his two cents in and says, mm-hmm. I want Buck. Wait, yeah, they, they, they consider Beltran as one of their managers? Yes, they so, do, because he was on so, contract so, for two, he, two months. Uh, did the Arizona Diamondbacks consider Wally Backman as one of their managers? You got to ask, you got to ask the Diamondbacks <laughs> that question. You got to ask that question. How about Wally Backman coming over? I don't see any words about that. The, the postal man thought that uh, Wally Backman should come over. <laughs> Scott, his temperament, I think they talk about being – but, yeah, he's got experience. Uh, the general manager, Epler, loves Brad Osmus. Nice oh, Jewish boy, uh, 52 Jewish, years old. Jewish. He managed yeah. him in, uh, in in Anaheim. Yeah, Gerald. The mystery managerial candidate for the Mets is Dodgers first baseman coach Clayton McCullough, whoever that is. Yeah, whoever that is is right. If they go there, exactly. And are they are they they're supposed to interview a certain number of people before making their decision? No, they're supposed to interview minority no. candidates. I but believe they, they don't. They don't have a rule like in football. The the Rooney rule that you're supposed to, you know, there's no rule in baseball that you're supposed to. Okay. So, so you don't have to, you don't have to interview a minority uh, candidate. Oh, you, you have but I consider maybe Joe Spotter is minority. Right. Oh, right, right. Spotter, he's 46 years old. What's Buck? Oh. Buck is 65. Uh, yeah. Matt Quattraro. Right, right. Ray's bench right, coach right. is 48. Yeah, Don right. Kelly. The Pirates bench coach is 41. And Bob Guerin, yeah. remember Bob Guerin? You put him yeah. in the picture. But if anybody talks, anybody talks about age, look at last year. I mean, LaRusso was in the playoffs. Baker and Snet, Snedker all in their right. 60s, so they 70s. Said, they said pressing. Yeah, right. And Ron, Ron Darling, he put his two cents in. He equated, he, well, he, he said to talk for Scherzer. He, he equated the signing of Max Scherzer as a Tampa Bay's Bucks signing of Tom Brady. 
Okay. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. We'll see who they pick. They want to, they want to name this manager pretty quick. So let's say in a week or so. This week, next yeah. week, we should be able to talk about the manager. Yeah, they, and they said they want a manager by middle next week. And, yeah, and they week. and they they chosen the numbers, uniform numbers for those who care about uniform numbers. Did you hear? <laughs> Max Scherz is going to be twenty-one. Uh, uh, Starling uh, Marte going to be six. Now Jeff McNeil was number six. Uh -oh. So for those who mm. care, Jeff McNeil is yeah. going to be number one. Or on the way out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Escobar, number 10, and Kanya, number 19. For those who play the, uh, the, numbers, the numbers. Yeah. Wait, what number will Buck Walter get? Yeah. Uh, what number was he with the uh, the Yankees? Anyone remember? I don't remember. No, but he... I'd like look, it up. look at that. Gerald's going to look it up. What? Yeah, Gerald, Gerald tell us right away. Find out what number <laughs> Gerald, he was with the Yankees. I, I don't remember. Okay, uh, let's see. Our other baseball news. Got it, Mark. You got it? I've got a couple of numbers for him. Uh, 1990, he was 48. 1991, he was number 11 and 48. Let me see a couple more rows here. So it looks like he was either number 11 or number 48. Okay. All right, uh, Fred? You guys re realize that before Showalter became manager of the Yankees, you know, he was part of the coaching staff that was fired, and then he was rehired as the manager. But right. Gene Ma Michael, you know, Gene they went the back to him to, uh, I think I think the paper said there were two two guys, they they thought Doug Rader and somebody else, but but Michael's, Michael's didn't like them, and then he went back and said, "said said to Steinbrenner, I think we should get uh, bring back Showalter as the manager." Or Steinbrenner did it on his own when he was when he was suspended behind the scenes. Right. And then they uh, get rid of him and they bring in uh, Joe Torre, right? Right. Four, about four years later, five years later. So other baseball news, which I thought would be interesting to talk about, um, the the Red Sox. This is be prior to the lockout. Uh, Trevor Story, who we thought might go to Texas, but of course they signed the shortstop and the second baseman, so there's no place for him there. Uh, the Red Sox were talking to him. Now, of course, they have Xander Bogarts at shortstop, so somebody would have to move to second base. But can you see Trevor Story playing with the Red Sox? Big monster, wow. Baby. Okay. And if you are a Mike Ford, former Yankee fan... Remember Mike Ford as a Yankee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he went to uh, the Nationals uh, last year, and I don't know if he got any playing time, but he was yeah, not when, he was not attended a contract, so he's free if anybody wants uh, Mike. You got him Ford. back. <laughs> and and one of the uh, beep beep names that we've done in the past, this Richard Love Lady. Love Lady. <laughs> Love Lady, a last name, a lefty pitcher for the Royals. That was also not tended a contract. Okay. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. was in a accident yesterday. Yeah. In the Dominican Republic. They don't know if it was a car or a motorcycle, but they say he's okay. <laughs> for those who are looking for him. All right. We're ready for uh, Michael. Michael, in your uh, weekly uh, Yankees and Jets rant, do you have something for us? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but what's, what's the sponsor? What All right, the sponsor this <laughs> week, believe it or not, is tricycles. <laughs> tricycles. Did you ever put together your your, your child's tricycle with the all the different wheel. parts? You put it together. Mark, let's go big wheel. Yep. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? Okay, you ready? Uh, the rarity is if you looked at the front page of the post, there he is, Buck Showalter. Actually, is a Yankee uniform. In the Daily News, a Yankee uniform. In the uh, uh, the commentators, they all love Showalter. The Mets fan base loves Showalter. Okay, everybody loves Showalter. Yeah. What do you think of all the possible managerial uh, candidates for the Mets? Yeah, Brad Asmus, Bruce Bochy, John Farrell, Freddie Gonzalez, John Gibbons, Mike Sosha, Ron Washington, Walt Weiss, Carlos Beltran, Pendleton, Espada, Perez. Who else compares to Showalter? Showalter is uh, head and shoulders better than any of the, the others. When the Yankees and Bruce deciding, Bochy. Not Bochy, right? Not Bochy. <laughs> he was good. But when the Yankees were deciding who should be their manager, who did they take? They, I thought they should have taken Showalter. Uh, and then look at all the other mediocre teams he took over and made them contenders. He was a third, three-time manager of the year. Buck may have never won a World Series, but his career really had a lot of first-place finishes. Yankees, D-backs, uh, Orioles, not too shabby. Instead... Texas the Yankees Rangers. selected a very flawed Aaron Boone once again, which leads to the question concerning mm. Show Walter's successful track record. Why isn't he managing again? And old school managers such as Dusty Baker and Tony LaRusso are both working, but not Buck Showalter. And here's my theory. Let me see if you guys agree. Showalter is too good. And if successful, his style can affect some of the analytics that run baseball's Baseball nowadays, it might be too expensive for teams to have two or three really good Matt Searcher and Garrett Cole stars pitching eight or nine innings a game. The Mets are going to alternate uh, DeGrom and Searcher. And who the heck knows if DeGrom's arm is good, he's going to pitch seven or eight, nine innings. So it might be too expensive for teams to have that type of uh, team. I really think the Yankees and now the Mets can be very successful with the teams that they have. If they had an old school buckshell Walter running them, which of course would lead to copycats and change baseball to a more uh, expensive to run version without, you know, starting to, starting to decrease the, the analytics. So that's the thing with Joe Walter. It's just amazing why it is so difficult if he's supposed to be so good that they're still not hiring, hiring him right off the bat. And real quickly about the Jets, I see they're a six point underdog at home versus the mediocre New Orleans Saints. They'll more than likely lose the game, destined to be a boring whole hummer type game. It's been like that for too long. By the way, I see they pissed off that the Eagles laughed at them last week. And that's mm. my win. Very good. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Gerald. Jermaine to show Walter to show you how detail oriented he is. I heard of an incident where he actually got into an argument with the groundskeepers, how they were unrolling the tarpaulin one day. Yeah. Never mm -hmm. heard of a manager get into an argument <laughs> with groundskeepers before. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Cone might not really want him because he's such a control freak, Show Walter. That might be another problem. <laughs> Why are they taking so long? Show Walter is a no brainer. Yeah. You know, and, and he worked for the, he worked for the, who did he, he worked for, um, he was announcer, wasn't he a, um, he's their commentator right now. Before and after the game. 
couple of years before in the year, I did three and post game show. M- M- yes, and, yes, and MLB Network, I think he works for. Yeah, he's done it this yeah. year. Right. right. And, and who owns that? that not, that's not the. He doesn't own that, Cohen, right? No. No. I think the, the Wilpons kept that. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, I think more. the Wilpons yeah. kept that. Anyway. So. Okay, so thank you for that uh, rant. And now it's time for the uh, Howie. The Howie. Mark, 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 I say one more, Mark, I say oh, one more thing about Showalter. Intro- Sorry, Howie. Go ahead, different. Yeah. Just that Epler wanted Showalter to be the manager of the Angels after Brad Asmus was fired, but he was overruled by the owner who who really wanted Joe Madden. Joe Madden's That's a good right. choice. Joe Madden's a good manager. We like Joe Madden, right? But Epler really wanted Showalter. All right. All right. So now we're ready for the Howie West Coast report this week. And it's sponsored by calculators. Do we still use them? No. Yes. Texas instruments. Some people don't use them anyway. Howie, what do you have? It's a calculator. There you go. You got it right there. He's old school. Regarding uh, managers, first with the A's, the A's are interviewing, uh, let's see, Darren Bush, Matt Quattrero, Joe Espada, Will Venable, and Marcus Jensen. But the guy who has the inside track is former A's and ball player Mark Katze, who uh, worked with Bob Melvin as the bench coach and... Uh, uh, the quality control coach. He's been a hitting coach. He's he's uh, worked as he was with the San Diego Padres as a special assistant front office. So he has a lot of experience. Never been a manager, but they may uh, choose him. The other thing with the A's is uh, they're looking at three sites in Vegas for a possible ballpark. Inclu- I don't know if anyone. You guys know Vegas, but one of the sites is the Tropicana Hotel, which is right on the strip, like right across the street from the Excalibur and the MGM. To put a ballpark there, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Traffic is bad enough there, but uh, that's what's going. That's what's going on there. Uh, the other thing I got is uh, the Warriors, who last night. Uh, Steph Curry, they they had a horrible shooting game, both teams, but the Warriors won. So it looks like Steph Curry's going to break the three-point record uh, playing against his brother, Steph Curry, in uh, Philadelphia. So that should be interesting. Uh, the other thing that's going on uh, is that the, the Pacers, I hear, are thinking of uh, – uh, trading uh, <laughs> Sabonis and Miles Turner because they want to <laughs> get young. And uh, both the Knicks and the Warriors are possible trading partners. The Warriors can dangle like James Weissman and, uh, oh, two other guys uh, whose names I can't think of. They're 1920, who the uh, Pacers may be interested in. Uh, although, uh, Although the Warriors, their bench has really gotten together. They got this guy from Eastern Europe, whose name I can't even pronounce, but he plays. He's playing at center right now, but uh, he could be moved to forward. But 
there's a possibility that we're going to see a trade maybe uh, between either the Knicks and the Pacers or the Knicks or the uh, Warriors and Pacers. Uh, that said, the last thing is about two hours ago, the Giants made a trade for a minor leaguer pitcher with the Braves who's not going to play this year because he's got Tommy John surgery. Uh, I don't know the name, but that's the only thing that that uh, I have on that. Otherwise, that's it. So the trade had to be for players who are not on the 40-man roster. They're not right. involved in the lockout. And the, right. and the 49ers is in the thick of the playoff race. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Niners, I mean, there's... It's like watching the Niners is like watching a Jap uh, a Japanese dub movie. You know, everything <laughs> seems a little bit off. Uh, and and the more the season goes on, the more I'm kicking kicking myself for why didn't the 49ers get Mac draft Mac Jones? Uh, but it looks mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. they were discussing it on on a sports phone last night, and they said that. They're probably going. The Niners are going to probably do what the Chiefs did when they got Mahomes. Keep him on the bench. Keep Lance Trey Lance on the bench for a year, and then like they did with Alex Smith and Trey Garoppolo. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Down the road, Gerald. Yeah. Regarding SNY ownership, Sterling Entertainment, which I think is the Wilpon Empire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, owns most of it, and they're in partnership with cable providers Comcast and Charter, and Charter owns Spectrum. There you go. Oh, okay. There, uh, there was a death in baseball, but not actually a player. Uh, former federal mediator during the baseball's 1981 strike, Kevin Moffitt. Anyone oh, yeah. remember that name? Yeah. yeah, he succeeded Marvin Miller as baseball's head of baseball association briefly mm-hmm. 70 mm-hmm. years old the man died right. rest in peace okay football 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 okay uh anybody want to talk about the jets and the giants before we dig into no. other stories <laughs> another lost week uh who's at home who's at home this week the giants right no giants, no, giants are out west or giants are out west at charges and the 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 Jets at home could play New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play the game, Michael? No, I, I just say to I mean, they're both going to lose Sunday. That's that's what I could say. It looks okay. like two boring, hopeless games. Yeah, well, in the Giants, take the Giants first. Uh, of course, Daniel Jones. You don't know how long he's going to be out. Uh, the longer, the better. Yeah, right. Mike Mike Lennon, I don't know. 23 yeah. for 44. Yeah. 187 yards. Yeah. No touchdown. He didn't score a touchdown. They lost 20 to 9 to they the They haven't Dolphins. scored a touchdown in weeks. Yeah, the Dolphins won, won their fifth in a row. So they, they, yeah. you know, that's nice. <clears throat> and and the talk is that he had a concussion. Yeah. But he might clear protocol to be back this week. Glennon. They- they signed Jake Frome. Is that the well? They had they had uh, Jake Frome, who he should play. Who I watched through college. Yeah, he was good. He was good <laughs> in Georgia. He he threw for twenty six hundred yards in seventeen, Georgia? twenty four 
touchdowns in 2018. He threw for over 2,700 yards with 30 touchdowns. 2019, 20, close to 2,900 yards, 24 touchdowns. He skipped his senior year at the end of the draft in 2020, and he was a fifth-round pick for the, the Bills. Well, the Bills dropped him. Uh, he was on their practice squad, and they dropped him. The Giants picked him up. So his resume includes uh, a 2020 Sugar Bowl win, a 2018 Rose Bowl win, a 2017 uh, Southeast Conference champ, and a 2017 Southeast Conference freshman of the year. So he's got some good stuff. I would like to see the kid get a break this week and play. You know, I don't know how you guys feel about that. I, I agree very much. But matter of fact, Fromm is the reason that two two quarterbacks in the NFL now, Justin Fields, who's we know the Bears and the backup quarterback, Jacob Easton and the Colts, they were originally at Georgia. They transferred because he beat them out as starting right. he, he, He's a winner. He's won. What are the Giants got to lose? Right. He's a raw rookie. He's never he's never handled a snap before in the big time. Could he be any could he be any worse? The Giants haven't scored a touchdown by a running back or a wide receiver since since October. I mean, really, they've only scored it's true. I read that the other day. They, the whole month of November, they they didn't score an offensive touchdown. I mean, a tight end caught a touchdown pass. But a wide receiver or a running back is not uh, Fred, I think that uh, the Giants front office and the coach are running scared. That probably would be the reason. And, and isn't it ridiculous for Judge to go out of the game and say, after this week's game, actually say in public, there were some good things I saw from the offense. What <laughs> good things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I... I mean, come on. You know, he's, <coughs> maybe he's not the right guy for the job. And then he says, uh, let these guys play. The longer they play, the more experience they're going to get. And uh, that's what he says. <laughs> Meanwhile, you want to see Daniel Jones back a quarterback? I don't. I think he's not bad at all. He's not bad. I would like to see him behind a decent offensive line and then see what happens. Exactly. That's exactly right. the problem. He doesn't have a chance. Right. The, Giant, the Giants have been very tough on their fan base, and so have the Jets been. You know, like a couple of years ago, was it two years ago, we wanted to see Manning. He, they take Manning out for uh, some who for, for uh, Gino, Gino Smith. And, Gino then, Smith. Uh, and, and the Giants, this quarterback looks like he's more interesting to see. And the Jets two weeks ago, you wanted to see that Smith uh, be the quarterback. And they put in Joe Flacco. I mean, the yeah. fans don't want to see that. You stuff. mean Mike White? Mike White. Mike White. White. Smith, White, White Jones, Johnson. <laughs> All right. the same. Johnson. The fans don't count anymore almost. The Jets, who lost to the Eagles, have never, ever, ever beaten the Eagles in, in history. They're 0-12. Right. Zero and, 12. Uh, <coughs> and uh, kicking, they, right away, they, they dropped this kick that they picked up last week, and they, and they yeah. had a new kicker, Eddie Pinero. So they're blaming it on the kicker because he missed two extra yeah. points. Oh, my God. They lost. What did they lose? 33-18. They actually right. went for a while. You know, I just, they actually I just, started out well for a change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, I just read, I didn't know this, that the kicker on the Patriots, Folk. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah dropped folk. by the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. They, want, they, they wanted want to, to sign him. It was a they sound. They didn't want to pay him. They wanted to they save some money. They didn't want to money. pay him. Right. Can you right. believe that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this you know. This is nuts. You. Yeah. Well, you don't win with a yeah. kick. <laughs> 
five field goals in the game that's only 15 points and if you score three touchdowns cut out to the ravens who won a game on a 66 yeah. yard field goal right yeah. <laughs> yeah. you don't you don't need I a don't kicker you gotta have a Usually. Gotta have a kicker. Uh, the, the, uh, let's see. The Chargers beat the Bengals. I was surprised at that. This, this Justin Herbert, who I talked about last yeah. year, really, yeah, really good. good. He's Three good. The real up. deal. And the, the Giants could have had him, I think. Right? Or the, someone could have yep. had him. Giants or Jets could have had him. Uh, let's see. The, Vi- no, the Lions got their first win. Hooray, hooray, oh, hooray. Yeah. Did you watch that? <laughs> they will not oh, go undefeated. Right. Crappy game, crappy game. <laughs> and who's the guy who scored the touchdown? Amon Ross Saint. Right. Beep 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 beep. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, the Bucks can. Meanwhile, meanwhile, look at the Pats. Look at look at the Pats and the uh, and and the uh, New England Patriots. Yeah. Right. That's uh, that's going to be interesting. I think I'm going to win the division uh, at this point. Who would have passes, thought New England would be in first place? By two games. How many place. passes yeah. did Jones throw on Monday night? Three. 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 Yeah. Three. Belichick is a genius. Something <laughs> that goes on there. Just a I genius. know. Everyone was, was counting. Buffalo was getting their tickets for the Super Bowl. Buffalo, right. Buffalo, weeks ago. Buffalo, Buffalo is a very sloppy team. Yeah, I think very good coach. Very sloppy. Yeah, very talented. But well, tonight Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is playing Minnesota on the Thursday game. For those who want to watch the Thursday game, the uh, the big games this week. I'm looking at the schedule. The big the big games. Uh, the Rams at Arizona. That should be a very interesting game as well as Buffalo is playing Tampa Bay. The other wow. games are like, who cares? Hey, Raiders and Chiefs, come on. <laughs> oh, Raiders and Chiefs, huh? Okay. Uh, yeah. But, hanging by a thread. <laughs> I may have felt yeah, right. there, Fred. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just curious. Well, what do you guys think about the end of the Ravens-Steeler game when yeah. Harborough went for two points for the win? Did you guys think that was a good decision or not? No, no. No, you know, they're, in, they're in first place by a co- quite a few games, aren't they? Mm. Were they in first yeah. place by three games? You went for the win, yeah. I think it's a mistake. They gave up the number one seed. That hurt, that hurt Buffalo yeah. already. That's yeah. why the, one of the reasons they yeah. fell out of first place. Yeah. Right. And uh, I think Tomlin has something over Han He's got something over him. (laughs) Well, last week we said uh, Roethlisberger was basically through. And sure enough, the the next day he said he thinks it's over at the end of this year. So he, like, agreed with us. (laughs) He heard heard on the mark and said, you know what? They want me to go. Those guys are right. Those experts. On on the mark, they're talking about. Yeah. Did you guys watch any of the the football, uh, college football over the weekend? Yeah. No, I didn't see anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Bits and pieces on. Okay, so Alabama is number one. They're playing yeah. number three, uh, Georgia. Uh, number four, Georgia. And no, they're playing Georgia Cincinnati. Play. Number four. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. Right. Right. Georgia's playing. Uh, Georgia's playing Michigan. Uh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. It's a good game. So those games should be very interesting. I didn't. I didn't think that the Alabama would like roll over. 
Georgia. Mm. That was a big, big uh, game there. But they lost their top receiver, I heard. Uh, yeah. John, John Mechie tore his ACL. Yeah, right. That hurts him. I don't know. They're a strong team, yeah. whatever. Uh, other games that I thought were interesting. How about the Oklahoma State and Baylor game? Yeah. Anyone see that game? Saw the, saw the end of it with a guy right. short. Baylor beat Oklahoma State oh, yeah. in the last minute. Oklahoma State was on the one-yard line. If they win that game, and they didn't had four chances, did not score. Wow. Right. And so Baylor yeah, wins that. the game. Oklahoma State was sitting at number five in the standings. If they win that game, the voters, even though Cincinnati was undefeated, 13 and 0, the voters might have put Oklahoma State over Cincinnati and knocked them out, but they lost and then there's no problem. And so Cincinnati becomes the first non Power Five team, right? Power Five, that's what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. To be in the playoffs, which I think is cool. Let's see how well they do. Let's see how they do. Uh, Michigan looks strong too, right? Uh, Saturday, they're going to name the Heisman winner. That's going to be Bryce Young, hands down. Yeah. You know, the other name, J.C. Stroud from Oklahoma State. Kenny Pickett could be a good pro quarterback. And Aiden mm-hmm. Hutchinson, a defensive end for uh, Michigan. Michigan do, do or Michigan think, State? Michigan. Do you think he's going to be the number one pick, Mark? Hutchinson? Oh. Hutchinson? Yeah. Would, mm-hmm. Well, let's say does Detroit have the number one pick? Or have they trade that? They end up with one right, right now, right now do, do they have? Yeah, I think they do, right? Did, yeah. Yeah. They would. You figure they would pick up them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right now, the Jets would have two picks in the top five, I think, <laughs> because of Seattle. Yeah, but Bryce Young is going to win the hands down, and he, he's going to win in every in every section across the country. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Right? You want disagree? Agree? I, I don't know. Yeah, this guy's something else. Uh, he also made over a million bucks with the likeness, image, and whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even through a pass, he was made over a million. There. Yeah, good yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, so we'll see how what, how that goes mm-hmm. down the line. Uh, really quick here. Here's a name. Uh, you know, a lot of these players, these college players, I think this is the time or next this week or next week in which they can transfer out of their school and, and go to a different mm-hmm. school and play without waiting a year. Next year uh, yeah. A lot of players are leaving. And uh, like... For instance, in Oklahoma, they had this quarterback who I was raving about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't think of his name right now. Spencer Rattler. <laughs> Spencer Rat- Rat- Rattler. Like the snake. Like the snake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Supposedly, and, and he was benched, and he never came back to play anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe he said something he shouldn't have said, and he came out of this space. So he's, he's transferring out of uh, Oklahoma. To play somewhere else. Clemson has this quarterback, backup quarterback. Now I'm going to spell, give a pencil to write mm-hmm. this down. If you can pronounce his name, you're really good. His first name is T A I S U N. So that's easy. Tyson, right? Tyson, T A I S U N. But here's his last name P H O M M A C H A N H. Fam- Famahan. Yeah. 
Kom van Machem. Oh, yeah. right. He's transferring out, so he doesn't want to stay in Clemson because they have a quarterback. But a lot of, a lot of, court, a lot of people are transferring out for one reason or another. And I think one reason might be the change in the coaches. Oh, you mean they're, a, they're, not, they're uh, not transferring out because they want to change majors? <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about this football story? This is a college, Pres- Presbyterian College. The Blue Hose is their nickname. You know where they are, by the way? South Carolina. Very good. Go. <laughs> he resigned ah. after one season. Listen to this coach, a college coach. He came to Presbyterian from a high school with a simple philosophy. Never punt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. He also did onside kicks every time he kicked. <laughs> His system worked great for the first two games of the season. College. He won 84 to 43 in his first game. He he won sixty eight to three in the second game. Then I guess the uh, the scouting report came through. They said what the, they knew exactly what was going to happen. He then lost nine games in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Through eleven games this season, he had no field goal attempts. He did punt thirteen times. Don't know why. He they attempted forty eight onside kicks, and he went for went for it on fourth down. I mean, his philosophy was not to punt. Went for it 84 times. How successful was he, Mark? They don't, they yeah. don't have this success. <laughs> oh, they don't. No. And uh, there were a couple of deaths in football. Then I want to get to, to basketball. Yeah. Uh, Claude Humphrey. Yeah. Right? Former, former pass rusher with the Falcons <laughs> in the 70s. He played on losing teams. Uh, he was a Hall of Famer. He was overlooked for many years. He died at 77. Super Bowl with the Eagles in 80. Uh, he retired in 81 before the sack was a statistic. But some people say he had over 130 sacks. And he missed the 75 season because of a, uh, a knee injury. And then Bill Glass died. Yeah, Also a defensive uh, end. Four-time Pro Bowl with the Browns. Also mm-hmm. played with the Lions, the member of the 1964 championship team, in which the the Browns oh, beat the Browns. beat the Colts. Colts, Colts. I think Colts. It was 27 it nothing. 27 nothing. Yeah, and he was involved in the um, the trade uh, to the Browns uh, for Mill Plum. Remember Mill Plum, the quarterback. Yeah, quarterback. Plum, yeah, he was involved in that. So he had. Uh, Supposedly 16 sacks in 65. Again, it wasn't a statistic. Career had 87 sacks, uh, 80, uh, 77 with the Browns. So mm-hmm. he's he's gone at the age of 86. And then a Mark Pike, P-I-K-E. Does that name sound familiar to anybody? Okay, he's 57. He died of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. I think usually doesn't kill you, but he has condition worsened due to COVID and pneumonia. He was a former Bills, Buffalo Bills special teams player. He played with Steve Traska during those years. Tasker, yeah. Traska, right, right, right. So Traska, right? No, Tasker. 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 No R. No R. Okay, sorry about that. Thank you. And the Army Navy game is this weekend. Who you picking? Army. Army. Army's eight and three, Navy's three and eight. 
All right, basketball and hockey. What do we got? I would like to start off with hockey first, if that's okay with everybody. I object. Overruled. Ended this past week. One was the Islanders finally won the game after going zero for November and still winless at home. They play again tonight. They got Nashville coming up, so. Who knows? You know, even, even a blind squirrel can find a nut every once in a while. Uh, and, cruel, cruel. Yeah, the, the Rangers win streak came to an end last night yeah, right. uh, to the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, of course, they had a goalie that they brought up from the minor leagues to take uh, to give Georgiev uh, a break. Because uh, I was actually at the games Friday and Saturday at the Garden. So I was there when Shesterkin got hurt. And at first glance, I didn't see like anything unusual about the play. But obviously, they, they carried them off the ice. And uh, Georgiev played um, a great third period. And he's been, look, he's been amazing ever since. And the funny thing is, Saturday night, walking into the garden, I was with Melissa, my daughter. And she says, hey, Dad, look. This Steve Valiquette over there getting out of a car. For anybody who doesn't know, Steve Valiquette is on the Ranger broadcast as a, a, a commentator, you know, between periods and stuff. So I, I actually went up to him. Is you know, hey Steve, really, really nice guy. So I says, How's Igor doing? You know, he says, Well, it's sort of like the same injury he had last year, kept him out a couple of weeks. He says he's and, and the funny thing he said, he says, I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard he's playing Friday, though. I think he's playing Friday. He might, yeah. Because I, I heard he's been scathing and stuff. But, um, you know, Georgiev, is, he's been everything. Um, yeah, he, forgot, he forgot that he stinks. Yeah. He was supposed to stink, and he stopped stinking. Yeah. That's what happened with him. Well, he wanted a big contract, which he didn't get. He, he wanted to be traded earlier in the season. And, yeah. you know, but the Rangers are playing really well. As a matter of fact, today I was looking up one of those things, the power rankings mm-hmm. for the NHL. Mm-hmm. Number two were the Rangers. Really? And, you know, which was uh, it's a good sign. So yeah. Uh, yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. They might play uh... – Georgia have a little more to build up trade value later in the season. Yeah. Doesn't play at all. They're not going to get anything for him. Yeah. Well, well, the trouble with that is we saw what we had as a his backup last night, uh, which, which wasn't too good. Yeah, but the defense, Ron, not to make excuses for last night, but with the good of the schedule, the Rangers were in Chicago the night before. They didn't get hit back to New York till 3, 3 a.m. by Cal. Um, Colorado was in Manhattan for the last day or so. They, they were well rested. Oh. I, I, I don't think you can charge the goal for one game. That they, they didn't play well as a team. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I agree. Right. They're, yeah, they're, right. There were some goals, questionable yeah. ones though. He gave that I thought he gave up. You know, uh, but uh, yeah. hey, Rangers are playing well. Uh, oh. Not only are the Rangers playing well, but I find that the, for the first time in quite a while, they have great speed. Yeah. You know, they, they over the last few years, the Rangers have been outskated on speed by other teams. 
Uh, I mean, uh, the only time game that I saw bad was against Edmonton when they were at Edmonton earlier this year. Yeah, yeah the, the West Coast trip was really yeah, bad. Yeah, they had a couple oh, games out west, oh, the terrible Calgary. Terrible. Ever since then, they have really put some some afterburners on their skates. They're really skating good. Well, they're well, very clean passes too. They really are playing differently. Yeah. yeah. The, the, to me, besides the speed, uh, and this is without one of their leading scores from last year, even scoring. Sabinajad. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing this. The assist. Um, Panarin's come on lately yeah. with goals, yeah. and his assists uh, are amazing. And Adam Fox is just because he's a superstar. And, a, and the power play is a pleasure to watch. Got yeah, right there in front of the net. Great. The yeah. fourth line is playing well. Rooney's <laughs> playing very well. They're just a very well-rounded team. Even even Reeves is uh, kicking in with some assists and stuff. Yeah, Ron, did you did, you, did anybody see Larry Brooks' column in the Post today? So should the Rangers try this year now to try to get Patrick Kane from the from the Blackhawks? Well, it, it, it's, I didn't see it, but it also yeah. depends what they would have to give up for him. Yeah, he mentioned. Uh, I forget who he mentioned. They would. I, you don't want to screw up the chemistry. That's the whole problem. They're yeah. playing well right now. You get a you get a Patrick Kane. Who the hell knows what will happen to the team? That's true. He's not that he's not bad. He's terrific, but uh, you don't know. And, and one interesting point about the game against Chicago the other night, uh, yeah. Panarin got his 500th point. Okay, and he he was originally an un, believe it or not an undrafted free agent by Chicago the Blackhawks. So he scores yeah. his first point with the Blackhawks, and number 500 is against him. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just. He has to keep playing like a superstar. Though. And also, yeah. Paco and Lafreniere start, has to really stop playing. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I want them to be stars already. I've seen all the, the, the film of how they used to play before, you know, in the juniors. And now let's see them do their, their thing when they're not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Give them time. You, you see flashes, but not, yeah, not yeah. the consistent. It's almost the same roster as last year. You got a good coach. The only thing that makes a difference in hockey, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not much of a difference in the roster, but when you've got when you've got a, a coach who can coach, yeah, uh, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, if you want to go go into basketball, <laughs> I mean, uh, mm -hmm. to echo what Howie was saying about Steph Curry, was he need Howie nine more? Uh, I think, think so. Ten for the record. Yeah. Ten for the record. Ten for the record. Yeah. So they, you said they play Philly next, they, and they, then in the end, right? They, they come to the Garden they next Tuesday. Toronto, yeah. the Knicks, Philly, yeah. and somebody else. They're not playing the Nets. I was Indi no. Indiana. They, they played the Nets maybe already. Indiana. In so he'll, yeah. if not the next game, maybe against Indiana, and, and who knows if. Uh, yeah. He's not. He's not going to wait for the garden. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Nick. Nick's the next Tuesday they're playing. I think. Yeah. yeah no, it's going to be way before then. So. Yeah. I mean, anybody else have any other basketball news? I don't. I had that biggest, the biggest loss ever last week. The Memphis. Oh, 70, 70, yeah. Seventy-three point Oklahoma game. City seventy-nine. Seventy-three point loss. Yeah. Did anybody <laughs> notice that? The, anybody notice that the Houston Rockets who had a fifteen-game losing streak now have a seven-game winning streak? Yep. Right. <laughs> beat the Nets, beat, beat the Nets without Durant last night. Yeah. And also Kimball Walker to the bench. Right. Good. 
and they drop oh. below 500. Fournier is the next to go. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And Golden State, Golden State and Phoenix were the first to 20 wins. You know, yeah, Golden State really beat them that very soundly last Friday night. That was, a, I was watching yeah. that game. Yeah, how we had something to say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This I just saw today about uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, they're saying that they're mm. in the process of developing a plant based mm. vaccine. Yeah. And they think that Irving <laughs> would take it since he's a pagan. Yeah, that, that was the but, word around a couple of days ago here. That, but yeah. it, it may not be in time in the yeah. United States. Right. So. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Is that it, uh, boys, on the, on the hockey and Mark. the basketball? Mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to feel old? Larry Bird turned 65 on Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, of course, in, in soccer, NYCFC championship game, I believe, is Saturday. Saturday, right. Against the Portland Timbers in Portland. If they win, is City going to give them a parade? Sorry. As far as the Olympics go, the, the Winter Olympics, the United States it will not attend the games. The government officials will not go to the games. Athletes will compete. Right. So their boy could be not enough boycott. Special boycott. Yeah. Not China is going to play hockey. <laughs> they, they put themselves in the tournament. The home team is in the tournament. They'll probably lose every game, like 15 nothing. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And former Kentucky Derby winner, Medina Spirit. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. he won it, and they took it away from him. Uh, he died after a workout. Any yeah. bowling news? Any bowling news, Danny? No, no bowling news. But All right. Just saying, you mentioned the horses, Santa Anita. I don't know why there's so many horses that die in that racetrack. The last they, couple of They years, drink the Kool-Aid, maybe. I don't know. Santa Anita. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Tiger Woods is going to play in a tournament with his son. Who cares? Next few weeks. So his father and son <laughs> challenge at the, uh, the PNC. <laughs> and Ron. The Foo Fighters are coming to City Field July 17th. <laughs> you got to put your name in. Yeah, I, you the greatest band. Wait, oh, wait. I, I have one bit of good news. Speaking of City Field, yeah. I was put on the seniority list as an usher. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. Move, moving up, up the roster, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What does okay. that I mean? I made the 260-man roster. Good. <laughs> All right. If no one has any, uh, let's, let's go on to questions. We got about fifteen minutes of questions. So, who wants to go first? Uh, let's go, Gerald. Then we'll go, Fred. Looking on the board. Yeah. What do you got? The Dodgers retired a number of players and managers, each of whom were members of the Hall of Fame, excepting one. Who? What number? What player? Had his number retired by the Dodgers, who's not in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. Wow, good question. That's a good one. Tough, uh, tough one. Retired Dodger, not in the Hall of Fame. You say Brooklyn Dodgers? <coughs> and Dodgers. Uh, I, oh, well, man. actually, uh, this particular player w uh, played in uh, LA and Brooklyn. Wow. Uh, uh, good hint. Junior Gilliam. 
Yes. Yes. Really? First one came to mind. Yeah, go ahead there. Fred, you're next. Yeah. Okay. The answer to this is his name will be very familiar to you. Who was the last commissioner of the American Basketball Association before it merged with the NBA? It's a name that's known to everybody on this panel. Is it? Elgin Baylor? No, but he was a player. Dave DeBusher? That's correct. Very good. Oh, oh good one. Huh. Good answer. I got it from I got it from today's post. I didn't know. Ah, okay. <laughs> Michael, name the last three player managers. Player manager. So, oh. Pete, Pete Rose. Robinson. Pete Rose. That's right, Jerry. Frank Robinson. Frank Robinson. Right now. Don Kessinger. Don, Don Kessinger's right. Woo. Wow. Wow. All right. So who's the third one? Kessinger? Pete Rose? I'm Matt. I'm Matt. Corey? Corey. Right. 1977. Right. They made a manager. He's still playing. Hey, Howie? Oh, yeah. Okay. Four major league players have hit home runs at the age of under 20 and 40 and over. Oh. Four. I'll give you, I'll give a hint. This is, these are, these are, uh, this is based on their name or nickname. One is a fruit. One's a color. <laughs> one's a tool. And one is a cook. <laughs> a fruit, a color, a tool, and a cook. And one, only one of the four is in the Hall of Fame. Rusty Star, Rusty Star. Right. Hank Aaron? Right. No. Uh, a fruit. A fruit. A lemon? Fruit. Lemon? Chet Lemon? No. Oh. <laughs> Bob, Bob Lemon? No. <laughs> Fruit, how many fruits? There's no apple, strawberry, no, blueberry, no, no. Thai, Thai cob, the Georgia peach, right? There you go. Go go oh. peach. <laughs> and the tool and the chef. Tool. Okay. I'm giving it Hank, away Hank, by just saying Hank, chef. Hank, Aaron, Hank, Aaron, Hammer, and Hank. That's a nickname. The chef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Gotta chef. A cook. Yeah. A cook. <laughs> Cook. Sure. And a cook. Oh, no. So who's cook? Cliff Cook. Oh, Cliff Cook. Cook. He played for the Mets. He wasn't 19 Cook. Cook. He didn't play that long. And the tool was a real tool, by the way. A real tool? Hammer? No. A screwdriver? Screwdriver. Pliers. Wrench. Wrench. Both of these players played for the Yankees. I call someone to my house. I don't know what tools. Allen Wrench. Both of these players played for the Yankees during part of their career. A tool? A tool and a cook. Whatever tools are they? Axeman. Guy, who is it? What did I be here for? A Rod and Gary Sheffield. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh wait. Oh, I should have known. A Rod? A Rod. Rod. A rod. A, a, a rod. Rod's a tool. Rod's a tool? Yeah. Oh, could be. Good one, Harry. All right. Let's there, uh, Michael. Okay. Name three managers who won a World Series and hit 250 home runs as a player. Joe Hodges. Corey. 
Gil Hodges is Joe definitely Gil Hodges is correct. The third one. Who's the second one? Yogi Berra? Joe Torre, Gil Hodges, and... Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra? Yogi Berra. No. Yogi didn't no. win. Yogi didn't I'll win. I'll give you his initials. R-H. R-H. Rogers Hornsby. Rogers Hornsby. Good. Who said that? Good. Wow. I did. I can't stop it. Well, once you give me the initials, though. All right. Okay. The only team in the America League to have three consecutive Cy Young winners. Mm. Who are they? Is it 80, 96, 97, and 98? I'll give you a hand. It's the Blue Jays. Mm. You'll, Minnesota, get, you'll get one. Jenkins. Minnesota Twins? No, I said the Blue Jays. But who, who, the, who are the players? Dave Steve. Dave Steve? No. No. Zach Morris, no. is he on that team? No. He was, but he it wasn't the Cy Young. Clemens? Clemens won it in 97 and 98, but 96 was won by a forgotten guy, Pat Henkin. Oh, oh I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, I remember heard the name. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, next question. What we got? We got like seven minutes. Okay, uh, we'll go to uh, Gerald, and then we'll go back to Michael. Who was the only manager of the Seattle Pilots? Oh, that was uh, um, Bonnie Joe, Schultz. Joe, Joe, Joe Schultz. 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 Joe Schultz. Very good. Wow. Joe Schultz. Okay. Michael. All right. On December 27th, 1967, oh. name the Knicks scout and coach who switched positions. Red Holtzman, Dick oh. McGuire. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Name. You read the same article I did, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I'll give your things away. Name six okay. players. <laughs> okay. Six players to win an MVP in their age 35 season or later since 1931. So don't go back to the guys when they all looked over 35 back in the, the old uh, days. Mike Schmidt. Schmidt. Mike Schmidt. Mike, let me get my pencil here. Mike Schmidt is on. He was thirty-six and eighty-six. Gang. Okay. Hi, Gary. No Minoso. No Minoso. Uh, he was never MVP. Barry Bonds. Bonds. Yeah. Thirty. Let's see. Bonds was uh, thirty-six and 01, 37 and 02, <laughs> 38 and 03, and thirty-nine. No, four. He won four years in a row. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, remembers it well. <laughs> he had a swelled head. There's a few more. Uh, Lemons, not as an MVP. No, not MVP. Well, um, I know, but he pops. A stargel. A stargel. Oh, stargel. 30, he was 39 stargel. and 79. Oh, Eckersley was 37 and 92. Uh, Spud Chandler was 35 oh. and 43. Hank Sauer was 35 in mm. 52. No Hank Aaron. Did Stargell, did Stargell share that uh, award with uh, Keith Hernandez? Yeah. I think that was the year he did. 79, yeah. Oh, 79. Yeah. He yeah. yeah. gets it. Go ahead. Yeah. Who else? Three players <laughs> have hit home runs both sides of the plate in the same inning. Wow. Mickey Mantle. Oh. <laughs> you won't get it. <laughs> Carlos Morega, Mark Bellhorn, oh. and Kendris Morales. Wow. 
Yeah. Oh, you're right. We won't get it. Yeah, Fred. Besides Eli Manning, name one other quarterback for the New York Giants who went to the University of Mississippi. Gibbs. Oh, wow. Gibbs? No. Gibbs. The Gross Cup. No, but it's around the same era a little bit. It wasn't Jake Gibbs? No. Jake Gibbs didn't play for the Giants. Jake, Jake Wood. <laughs> no. Uh, Darry Wood. That's very, name that's very familiar to everybody. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, what's his I name? Where they went. Sims? The 1950s. Oh, yeah. Late 1950s. Charlie Connolly? That's right. Charlie yeah. Connolly. He went there. He went to the University of Mississippi, yeah. Number 42 was his right. uniform now. Right. Couple more minutes, boys. All right, Gerald again. What player tied Roy Campanella for the most home runs by a catcher in a season? Mm-hmm. Pudge Rodriguez. No. Todd, Todd, Hund- Todd, Todd Hundley. Todd Hundley, very good. Oh, yeah, you got like wow. Yeah. And we had the Mets right there. Yeah, he's traded. Piazza. <clears throat> You know, Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero? Yeah. The original, yeah. the original, not the son. <laughs> yeah, you played the, the Expos. Anyway, uh, counting him and his son, there are two other v- <coughs> Vladimirs who ever played baseball. Mm. Hurwitz. <laughs> Putin. 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 Yeah, right, Putin. Yeah. Four Vladimirs in the history of baseball. Lennon. Two Guerreros. And a Lennon. Schwartz. Uh, there was a Nunez and a Gutierrez. Mm-hmm. Gutierrez. Gutierrez. Who else? Come on, we got a couple minutes. I don't know. Nice and stuck, huh? Uh, Gerald stands up. Gerald's got oh, something. Yeah, 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 Joe. Who was the only player on the field for both Henry Aaron and Pete Rose's record setting hits? Hmm. Player, wow. not the umpire. Player, player. They play. What? Honey Bench. No. Mike Schmidt. He, he, no. he, he could have been on the opponent. This is Aaron's home run beating Ruth's record. Right, that, and also Pete Rose. Most right. Pete Rose's Rose. record. So Aaron was against the Dodgers. And Al Downing, yeah. Yeah. And and R- the Rose they got Rose. hit against the Mets. No. Which Cobb. is Rose when he broke Cobb's record or yes. What's that against yeah. the French? I'm gonna I take get... a while. I'm gonna take a while guess. Tom House? No. Okay. Give us give, uh, give us I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. He was a first baseman. Uh, <clears throat> we don't know which team. Cardinals, I think, right? Initials SG. Steve, Steve Garvey? Garvey? Yes, Steve Garvey. Yeah. Steve Garvey. Steve Garvey. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Did against the Padres then, right? Who was his yeah. girlfriend? Steve Garvey. Had a <laughs> I don't, she didn't come on our show. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't ask, Mark. <laughs> All right, former, uh, I don't know. who. It's, what's the answer? What? 
We gave Not the answer. answer. We gave the answer. Okay. Yeah. We got uh, two minutes, boys. Two minutes. I How about watch. former Montreal Expos players who became a manager? Mm. Quite a few of them, as a matter of fact. We could be here for a while. We could save that. <laughs> not, Let's save that uh, for another day because it's really a long list. And realize I'm on three pages worth of that. I got <laughs> one. one. I'll come back to that when I'm okay. guest. Okay. All right. What outfielder for the Boston Red Sox has the same last name but spelled differently as a person on this panel? <laughs> outfielder for Boston. Boston Red play, Outfielder played for the Red Sox. Same last name as a person on this panel, but it spells it differently than, than the person on the panel. Not Yastrzemski. No. <laughs> think everybody's last name on the panel. You want me to, you want me to give you initials? Yeah. S-H. Yeah. H. So whose last name is H? Looking at you, Joe. Joe Horn, Sam Horn. Oh. Uh, 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 the Sam Horn. <laughs> just the one. Uh, that that you Horn. just thought up at, at the moment. Yeah, that right. Just, right. That exactly. just, just that came into my head right now. Right, one more point. question and we'll call it a day. Gerald, you're the last one to end the show. Who is the first player to break Maury Will's uh, record stealing season. Brock beat before Anderson. Okay, so there you go, boys. Another uh, successful, yeah, 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 yeah. successful week. Yes, I'm on the mark. How did you guys... know Johnny jo Mark? How did you know Johnny Johnston was the host of Make That Spare? Uh, you know, there's some things that are under this hat that you never know. <laughs> you never know what. That's why I have the hat on. I got something cooking underneath there all the time. <laughs> Boys, I want to thank you again for uh, coming aboard, and I uh, hope you enjoyed yourself talking sports for the last hour and a half. And we'll do it again mm -hmm. all next week. Yes, As we get yes. close. Yes, two weeks away. Guys, right, be good. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Take care. Thanks again, Mark. Take Thanks care. Everyone. Everyone. Thank you. Good. Have a great day. See you tomorrow night, Jerry. Safe, everyone. And Mazel Tov on your grand granddaughter. Yes. Yeah. Mazel Tov. Big time. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. We'll do. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye. bye.